Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 645, Luca, Hey-o. who, much to my dismay, did not live on the second floor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that from the moment you saw the title? that We knew that was coming? Yes. Yeah, okay, very yeah. good. Yeah. How do you not? <laughs> How do you not? People would be disappointed if I didn't make it. Would they? They would. All right. That's right. Well, some people might. Yeah. I just can't believe you didn't say the Luca. Yeah. <laughs> Lucia. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So uh, let's go around the table, both uh, real and virtual, and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. So Kevin's feeling under the weather, so he stayed at home, so we didn't have to look at his sick face. <laughs> While I'm sitting here in a room with Tom, who's also feeling under the weather. But I've been under the weather for like three weeks now, <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just, just apparently how I am now. That's I got sick when oh, I Oh, I didn't in. know Tom was sick. <laughs> well, I, it's like a head cold, and, and, uh, and I've had it for like two weeks. I don't have a fever or anything, so it's more just like I can't get all the snot out of my system it's fair but uh so i'm not really super super worried about it yeah you're uh, vaccinated you're fine yeah Yeah. i mean in terms of like giving it to other people also i mean you don't feel magnetized do you no i don't good nothing nothing sticks to me look (laughs) like that's i um magnetized did you not see that video video? oh my god of a lady talking about how the vaccine won't well, why? Why do? Why does metal stick to me now? And then she puts metal. She's in oh. like a like a town like a, she, like a, a town Senate, hall yeah. kind of a thing. And she's like, well, then she takes out things and sets puts it on her to show how she's magnet <laughs> right a ma- magnetized now. And then it all just falls, falls right off. off of her because you know oh. coins have metal in them. Yeah, yeah. You it's just like okay, yeah, <laughs> sure. That's it's always it. something, Kevin. It's always something. But uh, no, I got sick when I was at Disney. That's I mean, the second you know, time in a row I've gotten sick while I was at Disney. That was a that mm. was a Comic Con thing for a long time. I yeah. would get sick like right after I would go to a show. Yeah, as you get like con crud. 
I don't mind a lot if of I people. Get, I don't yeah. mind if I get yeah. sick when I come home. I don't want to be sick while I'm there. That's totally fair. That's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, two people might have seen on my personal Facebook page seen the video of me trying to open a bottle of Afrin. Just outstanding. Oh no, I please, I don't. I'm not familiar with that. Please regale us <laughs> with your tale. <laughs> would not like. I don't know what the hell they've done to Afrin. It was unopenable. <laughs> it literally took theme park engineers to get the bottle open. I was so mad. That's crazy, Tom. And then I call. I call the 800 number in the back, and they're like, "Well, we'll just send you a check." And I was like. Well, but I can't, I I can't use the check to make myself breathe. I'm not. Use, I'm going to roll the check up, stick it up my nose, and yeah. hopefully just unclog everything. I'd like to well, stick the bottle up my nose <laughs> and the check up your ass. <laughs> I, I the check is for your copay when you make it to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Oh my god, it was so. <laughs> anyway, I was not happy, but um, uh, but. Oh, uh, let's. Uh, where are we at? Oh, shameless Show plugs. plugs. Let's yes. do those. Uh, don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and uh, follow us so you never miss an episode. Uh, and you can also uh, leave a review. That would be kind. We haven't had one of those in a bit. We, we did so. get a rating. Oh, okay. So that's fine. Okay. We'll yeah. Take it. Yeah. We'll tell you. We're not proud. No. And uh, and also. <laughs> Uh, you could join the League of Show Shares over at uh, and on other places on the interwebs, Twitter or Facebook. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, you can like the page and join the group. The group's a better place for conversation. So it if is, you want to yeah. come on in, the water's fine. Uh, and people who were kind enough to share the episode two weeks ago, because we forgot <laughs> to, yeah. to share it on Facebook. We didn't share it. Yeah. We should, can I not say the name of the, the podcast this week? Because we didn't share the episode. I guess episode. we cannot, no. So well, we, yeah. we can't say the name of the episode <laughs> this week. So, uh, but people who were kind enough to share uh, a very quiet place. Uh, Heather Sachs, Chris Valls, Pat, Andy, Ralph Triple, Tammy Sherman Powers, Chris Williams, Travis Tewitt, Gabriel Lugo, Ron Johnson, Chris Magic Man, uh, Glenn Cougar, Mellon Brewer, Rich Lawson, uh, Julian Jordan, Cinema Recall, Brendan McGuckin, The Movie Journey Podcast, Invasion of the Remake, We Have a Hulk, B. Garner, uh, Geek to Me Radio, Mike Mike and Oscar, Ken Holtzhauser, Ronnie Castle, Matt Naglia, Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd Podcast, Feel and Film, In Session Film, Binge Movies, Braid 1991, uh, Lazy TJ7, Kathia Woods, Colby Mack, and Linda Wright. And Colby Mack, before Brad Hyen yeah, reaches that, out, I know. this yeah. is not for the Cruella episode, because we forgot to share. This is for uh, a very quiet place. So A quieter uh, place. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Brad, suck it. Take it down. Yeah. <laughs> Go cut your hair. Yeah, yeah hippie. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, there's all that. Oh, yeah, we also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get bonus content, and you help us out when things go bad uh, with the equipment so that's like and paying for tom's extra bottles of afrin yes yes to my rider to my tech writer, so. um anyway there's all that i guess let's dig into luca what this yeah, is an interesting I agree. movie well luca, okay, now i luca know warm well it's it, like this feels like you know when they released uh planes and yeah. they threw it in the theaters and we're like now nah, let's we'll make some extra bucks on it yeah this like it's a i enjoyed the movie overall uh yeah but it's I don't feel like this is Pixar proper. Like this feels this a little feels to like me, offshoot of Pixar. This to me feels like they had a short. Oh sure, that 
was too big for five minutes, yeah. but not big enough for a feature-length film, and they made a feature-length film anyway. Yeah, I could agree with that. And because it's so Italian-focused, right? Like, well, it's, Let's see it, where this is going to go. It's set but in all right. Italy. And uh, this is why we had Joe on this <laughs> Thank week. You we like to, he's our... He's our <laughs> token Italian. I'm Sicilian, but that's yeah. fine. All right. Close enough. I mean, close enough for the rest of us. <laughs> right. But, uh, um, but at the end of the movie, instead of saying the end, it says Fine, which I think sums up the film. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. It was, <laughs> like, it was a perfectly entertaining watch, I think, for one viewing. I, I You know, it's uh, you know a, a view of this beautiful countryside. It's, it, to me, was more cartoony which is kind of weird to say, but Pixar has become so photorealistic. Yeah, and the yeah, animation yeah, totally. is so impressive. This one looked more cartoony, so but it's still bright and beautiful, and the underwater stuff looked good. Uh, but it's just kind of a meandering story. Not not quite meandering, but I guess it's more simplistic to where it was an entertaining watch, but you don't, you're not thinking about it for days afterwards like you know they've done in the past with, with things like Soul or Inside Out, and we've come to expect that. So I think Pixar is having a tough time competing with themselves at this point and i know that the pixar people they were insulted that there wasn't there wasn't the upcharge for this one like there was for mulan or cruella or what was it did they do that for another one yet it's just those two well they're gonna do it for raya Raya, but then they're doing it for black widow as well i think and so i know that they were upset about that that they felt slighted and um having seen the movie they shouldn't. No, I think if people had paid thirty bucks for this movie, yep, it could, it, like, it could I'd have been pissed. It could have damaged the business model this early. Bingo! End. I, I wonder. I wonder because you know these movies take about four years to develop, and Soul just came out at Christmas, less yeah. than six months ago or six months ago. So I wonder if they had both of them basically ready to go. They were both probably almost finished. And they said, well, we can't release one straight to Disney Plus and one in the theaters. And I think they maybe said, well, it's a pandemic. Things are weird. A lot of stuff's going straight to streaming. Let's just put them both on streaming. And then we'll get back to normal later. Because I thought the same thing. If you paid 10 bucks per family and you're talking four or five tickets, 50 bucks, $50 for concessions. If you paid $100 to see this, in theaters, I do think... Well, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I mean, okay, if, you, yeah. if you paid a hundred bucks, I think you'd be really disappointed. And now you watch it at home, and like I said, it's fine. Like yeah. it's an entertaining watch, but this will not go down as like you know best Pixar of all time. I gotta no. tell you, this, one, is this, is gonna, this is gonna like yeah. yeah I was thinking good dinosaur. good dinosaur. Like yeah. I think this, this is, is right, better well, than good dinosaur, better, but it's it's but, right above. I mean, it's yeah, somewhere yeah. It's close to good dinosaur. Yeah. It's interesting because we talked about uh, Mitchell's versus the machines and how. Like that animation style set itself apart from the Pixar stuff, mm-hmm. where I feel like this one, Pixar definitely has a look now. Yeah. Like their their animation models have a look, and this didn't look like anything. Like this, no, this was whole... so different from anything Pixar had done before. That I but just, which it... should be to their credit, though, right? Because that's the thing is that it's so weird because Pixar animation has been so stunningly beautiful lately that you would say, oh, well, it always looks good and one always looks better than the next. But the weird thing is they changed it for this, yet that seems like a negative factor with this film. Well, I think, right? Because, uh, yeah, yeah, I would agree. Because because they've gotten so <laughs> because, good. Because, and the story is so slight. Yeah. So right. you have this... You have this big pivot on the animation style and then you have this very slight story and and so it just it you know you just kind of i mean i'm like halfway through the movie and i'm just kind of like where are we going with this? well it's also there's no in soul or inside out or uh what was the one before inside out there was like three in a row where it was like emotional gut punches toy yeah. story four i mean it's hard to 
pull out. But there was like three or four in a row. But I mean, I, I don't know. I almost feel like every Pixar has some sort of emotion. Yeah. I mean, up. To oh, a, sure, sure, You know sure. what I mean? Like, it's, you know, that's kind of their jam. But there's been some sort of, like, idea of emotional growth with a person right? right like does that make sense as, mm-hmm. as a viewer you're watching like an up it's the mixing of, or not up but inside out it's like the mixing of the <laughs> the emotions to make a new emo- things like that yeah where that doesn't exist in this movie like there's no I, I think it does but it's more simplistic because the i think to your point joe like the where they go with this film i mean they're dealing with things like uh acceptance like uh, sure, you know sure. you've got you've got monsters right and so whatever you can read into this as a metaphor for several different things right but I, you've got, I think the gut punch angle that you're talking about joe really relies on how far down the metaphor trail do you want to go i guess that's with fair. this yes. movie if you want to read it this as as a queer love story then then it's there it's there exactly and and, and if you if you don't then it's just kind of this, accepting who you are it's just this kind of small movie that you know that doesn't do that's a whole very lot. interesting i you know i definitely it's tough now like we talked about that in frozen 2 uh where it's like oh i mean it's there if you like like kevin's yeah. i think kevin you even said that on the frozen 2 podcast is where if you want to read into the the relationship with elsa I, and the that girl you yeah. can i feel like it's it's more, it's more here. Pre- it is definitely more than, prevalent here with, than than it is in Frozen Two. Like, I would agree I mean, with that because like that the whole thing where where him and Alberto first go on land, like I mean it's a date. Th- I mean it's like they're falling in love. Yeah, like I I don't I mean I honestly like I, it's hard to read that any other way. When, when I do wish we, they would just do it. Though, I'm, I was going to ask the same to, question. Like when do we double down? Not double down but, on it, but just do it. We, like what point we, do they just that, do it? Well, like Pixar, not, they need, not they need it. to be eighteen. Not first. it. Not like that's not what I mean. <laughs> right. So I think so. Like Pixar, they have a gay short, right? Isn't it called Out? So it's not like they've never broached. I think they're kind of baby stepping it to where there's more and more because you know there's you see a lot more of that now. With I mean, look at this is Pride Month and you see all these corporations celebrating it and everything. So I think we're getting there. But the thing is with these stories, if we're going to get this close to it, I do wish they would just double down and do it and and finally say screw all you haters. You know, this is what we're doing. This is the story we're telling. Um, because, you know, you don't get the emotional, like, if you're looking for that emotional gut punch, you'd have it if they had come out and just done it, right? right? Because yeah. this story would be very touching. And, the, you know, the two of them, you know, trying to have the relationship. And then he's, um, feels nervous or ashamed because of his family and then uh they can't be together and he's going against everything he wants because he doesn't want to disappoint his family and is worried about what people will think of him and in the end you should be yourself be accepted don't be scared of who you but are does, and, but you doesn't I mean? that become oh, more of alberto's story at that point right because luca no and, alberto embraces who he is luca well is i mean, scared. I mean he like, says i'm not a sea monster he is go get that sea monster oh okay That's, so yeah. i was you thinking of the relationship with the girl like that that luca that Alberto was getting super jealous of oh sure the relationship and and like I'm not saying that it, it definitely felt like Luca was kind of digging on the the girl in the in the movie I, I read it I honestly I read it as Alberto was gay Luca was bi that's okay and, that's and what that, I was thinking and that and so when he started to develop this relationship with the girl Luke or Alberto became Alberto, jealous and Alberto was was upset and right. jealous and you know and then you have the whole sea monster metaphor for coming out right. and and that you know that it's something that they have to hide from people sure, and sure. you know they have this sh- this shared secret in the, the in the 
it, you know, and you can read it as that shared secret is their sexuality or it's the sea monsters. The sea monsters. Yeah. You know what's nice too, though, is that you can also not read any of that, and the yeah. film does oh, play yeah. out. Yeah. It's just a really, it's just a really nice friendship story, uh, very similar to uh, Wreck It Ralph too. So remember in Wreck It Ralph two. Uh, Ralph and Vanellope are the best of friends and everything, but Vanellope wants to go and be in this different game and she wants more out of life. And Ralph just wants to do the same old, same old and doesn't want to uh, endanger their friendship by her growing apart or whatever. And that was a completely platonic relationship. And, you know, there was never anything sexual between those two and they grew apart, but then they accepted at the end, very similar to the way this movie does. So you can definitely read it differently and i i do think that like tom said the gut punch comes in depending on how you read it but i just wish they would kind of you know get, get gather their strength and just make a movie like that and say what they want to say if that was the intention because i think it would have more impact and it certainly would affect more people i mean you know of course you're always going to have the haters and people that are going to i, I just i wonder them. if that that group of people is just getting smaller and smaller I think it and is. getting louder oh, and louder. Like, does that make sense? Sure. Like, they're getting smaller yeah. because I think they're getting smaller, but the temper tantrums are getting yes, bigger. exactly. Yeah. Well, and I just well, but I mean, look at look at again, just like which is great. Look at Pride Month and like every single company is celebrating Pride Month. I mean, right. okay, you can't so boycott let's, let, everyone. But I mean, you like, know, also like, <laughs> let's not. I mean, corporations are only supporting it and putting stuff out there because it's the cool thing to do. But in this that, month, but well, that shows okay. you. But that shows. But the point is. I mean, yeah. you're not wrong. Co- corporations are always going to co-op co-ops things, right? But the fact that they're not scared to co-op—that's fair. That's tells totally you fair. The le- same with Juneteenth, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The, f- the fact that businesses and the government, as a federal <laughs> holiday now, are willing to to co-opt it shows you the level of acceptance and support. I mean. The Senate unanimously <laughs> voted. I mean, like when I see people in comments bitching about Juneteenth, right. Juneteenth, I'm like, when the Senate, <laughs> like this, when when the United States Senate, right, right, right. all agrees on one thing, then and you're still mad about it. Hey, dude, yeah, you're a fucking racist. Yeah, you're the problem. Yeah, right. you're a problem. Right. Like, when when they can't agree on a commission for a bonkers thing that happens, right. but they do agree to make this one day a yeah. very important day. And you're still mad and about you're still it? Mad. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. take your hood off. So, right. So so that's the thing. So, yeah, I I like to give... I, I know what you guys are saying. I agree. Of course, companies, they are in business to make money. So the risk versus reward, they say it's better for us to do this than that. But also, I'm not ever going to count counted against a company that wants no, to no, do no. something You're good. Totally right. they, oh, no, no, totally right. Oh, no, totally. It's really hard because you know how many people... Okay, it's... What is an example of something we saw? Oh, I, In the Heights, right? Not to get into that whole controversy, but Lin-Manuel Miranda makes this movie and it has all Latin people in it and, you know, it's this great movie and, and, and it's a big blockbuster studio film and all this and then you've got people say they're not dark enough and, you know what I mean? And then it's like, well, now you've got all these this infighting when really... You know, there's a huge celebration happening, and Lin Manuel Miranda handled it so well and said, "I'm listening, and I'm sorry you felt this way." I mean, he handled it perfectly, but I just feel so bad for him because he did this great thing, and he obviously, if you're Lin Manuel Miranda, only has the best intentions. Right. I mean, you know this and, guy, and he's so, there's <laughs> nobody that's done more for colorblind yes. casting than Lin Manuel Miranda. Exactly. So <laughs> like, that's why it's like, oh, this movie's not doing that well at the box office. Now there's all this infighting, and all that is going to do in the end is make studios go. Well, this is not a positive effect, you know? And so, like, I feel really bad because it's this great thing. So, 
my point is like I'm not going to give companies crap for doing this because yes, they're a business. Of course, everything is motivated, whether it's political or um, you know this. What would you call it? Just. Uh, uh, social, you know, yeah, whatever they're trying thinking. to do, yeah. it, all their all their different choices are made because they think the bottom line will be better. But still, I'm not going to give them crap for it. But it just shows you that yes, the, this is going to become more regular, and eventually we will get a movie yeah. that uh, doesn't tag on a post credits gay sure, reveal sure, that sure, doesn't sure. Ha- isn't just a metaphor or some kind of allegory. So, um, so okay, okay so here's I, my question though: Do you yeah. think that it's Disney that does that, or do you think it's a different company that maybe? doesn't have as much of a risk if that makes sense like i could see warner brothers doing it but when you when you or like dreamworks doing Dream, it first. but so like i mean it, it goes back to that kevin smith story about dogma right where people were boycotting dogma because or whatever because disney was putting it out and they're just yeah. like disney you know disney has no right to say these things blah blah, blah. and kevin smith's like have you seen the movie and they're like no He's like, there's a rubber poop monster in it. Like, don't take it too seriously. <laughs> right. Disney drops it. I think Miramax picked it up, and people are just like, woo! And they're like, the movie's still coming out. And they're like, yeah, I think but I picked not- up. Was it by the Weinstein company? I maybe? think it was Miramax was Disney, and that's why they. Oh, were was that what? It, oh, maybe that's what it was. And then that's what it was. I think that's. It's been a while. That though. you might be right. Yeah, but then they're just like, it's not coming out. They're like, their Disney's not putting it out. And they're like, yeah, but it's still coming out. Right. Like, like what, what do you? What, does it make? So I just wonder if Disney at this point can't yet i don't, I don't know, know. Because, and i wonder still, if like, gonna ever they have their pride days at the park and yeah, yeah that's true you that's know true. i mean and and they're loosening the restrictions on how park people can present themselves how their cast members can present you know themselves what and, if, if 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 those people want to boycott disney and not crowd the parks and please not, do what like yeah. more power to you yeah. because you know yeah. what just ditch them because it's their loss if they're you know go watch your your ben shapiro movies that he's producing with gina Is that Carano, a thing? you know yeah like with yeah, gina like just, yeah just right. the, yeah so it's like have just, they have they seen gonna, haywire because i'm just saying <laughs> Uh, her, I love Tywire. Uh, uh, yeah, but did you know that she's she's dubbed that entire movie? Oh no! They I took didn't. out all of her dialogue and redid oh, it in no. ADR. <laughs> that is a true. Go back and watch though, that. You're like that doesn't work. At some time, a company's going to have to have the ball and just come out and do it. And then once they do it, everyone else will start doing it. Someone has to be the first. And Disney's so big, I think they're way too big at this point to fail. And you know, I mean, yeah, that's probably true. Egregious. I guess so it's almost impossible to for them. To I don't just, know. Just Mars needs moms. I, <laughs> or, uh, I didn't even, is that Disney? I've never seen it. Yeah, that was that was Disney. That was like that was wow. like that was when they were trying to like move into like that Pixar style yeah. of animation. Okay. And also I, the uh what was the uh the Chicken Little? No, uh the live action one with Taylor Kitsch, the one that you actually like. Oh, oh John, John Carter. Carter. Yeah, John I Carter. That. I mean Disney yeah. fails. Yeah, that's a good no, movie. No, 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 no. But they're still here to tell the tales. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's they're, not they're gonna be so to bad fail. that it'll kill the yeah, company. Yeah, so do it. You're gonna have some people boycotting and picketing, then you're gonna have fifty percent boost from the people that are like, Well, you know what? I've never been a Disney person, but I am now. I mean right, right, right. you know what? Just do it. So that's all I think, you know, that's what I've got to say about that. But uh the movie, going going back to the movie though, so did you guys uh hear about what inspired this film in general? No. no. So the, I think the reason why it's so simplistic and a little more meandering is because the director said, uh, Enrico Casarona, he said that it was inspired by Miyazaki films. So if oh. you've seen Miyazaki films, I you know they're that. a little bit more whimsical, they're a little more slow and more more of a, a, a simplistic story. Um, and that is also why film Twitter is like super clinging to this movie, which 
I still think it's a, a middle of the road movie but you know they're like loving this movie because because the director says oh it is it is weird how much uh, (laughs) this kid looks like me when i was a kid like i'm watching it and i i texted my mom the luca okay luca's all italians look the same well that's all right that's luckily i'm not italian so it doesn't matter you're just racist against a whole other country that i'm not a part of uh so you'll allow it? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you're that's, that's o- so you're okay with racism. He's not in the room, so I can't punch. As him long as it doesn't affect <laughs> it doesn't you, affect me. Yeah, right. Saying, right. Okay, got it. Uh, but like, I, I texted my mom a picture of Luca, and I was like, "Who does this look like?" And she was like, "Hold on a second. And she was trying to find a picture of me around seven or eight, and I looked just like this kid looks. Same hair, same eye color, like the whole thing. It's very weird watching this movie, and I was like, "This is strange." Dark but, hair, dark eyes, looks just like Joe. I mean, when no. <laughs> I didn't say hair color. I just said hair. I thought you just did. <laughs> no, eye color. That's different. Oh, okay. And dark hair, dark eyes can't lose. Is <laughs> yeah. that the, I don't think that's how that works. Time. No. But it's it's like a, it's very. It was very interesting to watch this. Yeah. Uh, and it's also a, <laughs> there were no. There was one stereotypical Italian character, and that's like the bad guy. But it was just. It was nice to see like an Italian village and not be surrounded by mobsters or like, you know, like whatever other plumbers, I guess I'm thinking plumbers. Super Mario Brothers. Like that's the cool. whole okay. village, the whole village should just be just filled all with Mario clones. Yeah. And so like and it's, pizzerias. It's, it's nice to like see that, see Italian heritage represented in a way that's not the norm anymore. Like, I'll give them that for this movie like i mean that's one thing i love about these pixar movies and even disney movies is when they go to a different country i mean and disney's been doing that since the beginning when when, you know when in their animated films but i love seeing the culture the architecture the the food the you know that go that really is a nice escape and i think this movie the story aside it is a beautiful you know capture of the the italian riviera like like you know, I really do like where we go with the movie as far as destination. I just wish maybe we could have spent a little bit more time, like even with Soul, right? And Soul that just came out in December. I feel like jazz and that scene in New York yeah. is so much more lived in than this. I feel like we're just kind of like it's a very much a background, and I don't feel like I was immersed in the Italian culture, even though we spent a little bit of time there. And I wish they could have developed that more here. Yeah, it's. It- when you when you kind of have the the simplicity of the story, I don't know how long was this out of curiosity. Like was it Isn't like ninety hour, minutes? I it thought short, it felt yeah, really it was short. short. It was like an hour and thirty six minutes. Something Which like that. okay, yeah. like I, I do think that that is where a kids movie kind of needs to live. Like that hour and a half, hour forty five mark, because yeah. I don't think that yeah. um, kids of twenty twenty one have the attention span to go for two hours and still stay invested. So I don't know if although you can, they've done it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I mean, yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, Pixar. If it's good ha- enough, you're in you no matter what. Yeah, but like you don't. They didn't have the time to get into. I I think they did a good job with the dad, uh, who also looks like. Oh, the you dad mean the from, dad from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? <laughs> I, I mean, like, yeah, I love that movie. Thing. The character okay. design is a little spot on there. Uh, I mean, that is not even just like similar. That is the same character. Yes, yeah. he is. A fisherman, a big, burly fisherman big eyebrows. with eyebrows that are so bushy you can't see his eyes and a bushy mustache. Yeah. I mean, he's a fisherman. Yes. It, yeah. It's it's the exact same character. Right. And I love that character, Tim Lockwood. I, I think he's amazing. It's just like, how do you make the exact same character in a different... I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> and it's not like these movies were on parallel tracks, right? Like, oh, sure, sure, like, sure. 
like sometimes you see that you know movies are kind of being two, produced two at the same time movies. and they kind of you know the collective yeah. consciousness lands on the same joke or plot point right. or something but like but yeah. no like that movie's <laughs> been out for like 10 yeah. years you get a dante's peak in a volcano right you know? ants in a bug <laughs> yeah there you yeah. go yeah so like i think that they using him as like your uh real world or, or his daughter like using both of them as like your your real world counterparts you can see around this this place i think was the smart move but i would have liked to have seen a little bit more development uh in like the village and just like the, the sure. that village life which you don't you just see people kind of like walking around and eating ice cream like yeah i kind of would have liked to have met and actually stayed with the uh different characters more where we just get glimpses of like old ladies in the village right or the or the rich or the rich kid you know yeah so uh, the the only thing I'll say too, which is interesting, is this: the dad character is actually pretty much the same character from a uh, a short film. That is this that the one with the stars? Also, yeah, the one where the kid is collecting all the stars. Is that, La Luna? Is that, is it, oh, Luna, not Luca, Luna. Yeah, La Luna. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. So, so the there's a fisherman, I guess, character. I mean, he, it's the same character with a the dad in this movie has a missing arm, but this one has an arm. And uh, he he looks just like him, and it's the same director. So clearly, he oh, liked that character model. I got gotcha. uh, And that movie came out. That short came out two years after Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. So I think that makes it even more strange. Yeah, that's a, it's know. a weird thing to it, double down on. It's whatever. I just I love that movie and that character so much that it was strange to see basically the same character in this. So it's I'm torn because I it's it, he's it's good in this movie, but it's also like very reminiscent of. Yeah, it is exactly. You know, when talking about like to see more of Italy, I'd like to see more of the ocean and the sea monster. Sure, you know, I totally like I just agree. Right. Feel like there's so much that they could have established and played with that they just didn't. Yeah, and th- that's what's so kind of mystifying about this film. It's this it, is especially when they when they when we've seen Moana and we've seen these different movies that get into the ocean and get into like you know being able to use the the foam coming off the, off yeah, the waves yeah. and things like that God, so it's moana like, is one of the best disney movies not only of recent but like of all time moana yeah, it's is great. incredible so especially just the technical the, aspect of it all well yeah but everything the story the family her you know her you know trying to deal with the inner struggles of you know you know i want to go and be this warrior and all this and the the chief uh the chief actually played by uh the same guy that played uh George Washington on Broadway in Hamilton um oh, really? the singing voice of her father just funny since we're talking about Lin-Manuel Miranda stuff um but uh that's didn't the he difference write some of the songs for that didn't he Lin Manuel Miranda did all the songs for, oh, yeah, for Moana. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. And so he put the uh, George. W- I just yeah. I'm blanking on his name, but uh, he was also in in the Heights. He was uh, Benny on Broadway, and he was uh, the uh, Mister Softy Ice Cream Guy, you know, cameo character in the yeah. movie. Um, but but talking about other Disney stuff, I think the other reason why I didn't enjoy this so much is it seemed like they just lifted a lot from other stuff. And I would totally this agree, movie yeah. is basically just Little Mermaid. I thought this you know is, when this, it, when this when is he the Little Mermaid land, without the songs, which I thought is what the makes Little thing. Mermaid great, it, right? It, and and he doesn't have to sell his voice; <laughs> like he can just You're like. There's no, yeah, stakes. I mean, There's no stakes. There's no stakes. Right, for him. right, right, right. It's it, the story is Little Mermaid. It's, it's just oh, look at all these gadgets and gizmos that I found under the sea. Oh, I want to go up where the people are. Okay, are you going to sing the song? Among are, you, the are you breaking in a song right now? <laughs> Yeah, don't say more. We're gonna pay, (laughs) right? Right. But the story, the basic outline of the story is the Little Mermaid without the great songs and without the conflict, like Joe said, which makes it like, oh well, I can't talk. I mean, yeah, he's hiding that he's a monster, but it just doesn't seem to have the same stakes, and it's a lot easier to 
just not get wet than to try to do what you got to do without talking and all right. that. It just, to me, it's like, I've seen this movie before and it was so derivative. It just, to me, I think that took away from it where maybe if other people didn't catch that as much, they just, it's funny know, though. Like if it, we've talked about this before as well, though, if it's, if it was better, we yeah. wouldn't be having this conversation, right? Like, I mean, a bug's yeah. life is, is what is magnificent seven. Like, it's, Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it follows a lot of the same beats and, or like and, uh, Lion King is Hamlet. Right, yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, like, it's not like no one's ever, ever, you know, kind of lifted the storyline for a kid's movie before. But but when you adapt, when you adapt a story from another story and you're being creative, that's what makes it better. Yeah, the fun of those movies when, <laughs> is, is seeing how, how they apply that, like, okay, and, and how, now how does that work with when we do it with bugs or how does it work when we do it with jungle animals and exactly. like and they and you don't really get that here no here it's like okay well they're not mermaids they're sea creatures but right. that isn't a big enough jump to me because mermaids are still hunted by fishermen I mean, yeah sea creatures yeah. are hunted when they, by when fishermen they're, it's, it's a, when they're like eating fish and i was like is that what i know are, i was thinking the what same are we, thing what are we, like what? why would he, he he's gonna he's gonna show luca and Alberto are going to show the dad like the best place to catch fish. I thought that seemed odd too. <laughs> I was like, like, "What are we doing?" Yeah, <laughs> you'd be so like, "No, else? eat eat the stuff on your well, land." To be like, don't yeah, to be it. fair, fish eat other fish too. That's totally so fair. I thought true. the same but, thing, but but still. again, we didn't spend enough time in their world for that to yeah. be established as to what their relationship is with other fish. Sure. And so when you know, so when you see them like helping him catch fish, yeah. you just kind of especially since. Even if they're even if they're they're cool with eating fish, they don't like land monsters, right? Right? Like you you think that yeah. they would be like, well, they'd still side with sea creatures over land monsters, and we kind of they get, should have been sabotaging the fishermen at every corner, right? Like there's right? And, yeah, there's a whole clever scene they could have put in the movie. Yeah. That there's we, uh, that we gave them for free. There is one scene where like yeah, right, <laughs> where the dad the the fish dad is like talking about raising prized crabs. Yeah, right. Like so, you like there's an idea that maybe. They're involved with either selling or eating fish, yeah. but also it's just like maybe they're just well, pets. He's hurting, like he's hurting fish. He is hurting fish like, like sheep. lambs. I mean, he's not doing that for pets. I mean, they're you know what I'm saying. Like right. I'm sure those are like sheep that you're going to use for things, and they don't have coats, so I'm nope. guessing they eat them. You know? <laughs> just eat the skin. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, for the. I I agree though. I would have liked to have seen more uh, underwater. Like all of that. That whole world was kind of was interesting enough where. Yeah. You could have given half the movie or or a third of the movie underwater. Why do you cast, of all people, Sasha Baron Cohen uh, yep. in a movie like this and what give him like four lines of dialogue? And, and and like don't let him do anything. Like and his he, voice he, is like And he was he was funny that that was a funny character. Yeah. And it was just I, so weird and out there. I, <laughs> I I I dug it, but I'm just like, why why do we only get that for like well, two minutes? Right. Who else was waiting the entire movie for his human form to show up looking for Luca on land? Yeah. Yep. It's like it had to. He, Sasha, Bar- Sasha Baron Cohen's in the movie, and he plays this crazy, you know, uncle character that's like, you know, kind of like uh, reminds me of the Chicago guys from SNL. He's like yeah. hit my chest <laughs> to jumpstart my heart, you know. So I'm thinking, oh, he's gonna go on land and be this big slob that everyone's looking at. Like, who is this guy? There were so many fun moments that could have played out with him, and then you don't see him again till after credits, and he just is talking to a fan. And, like, and, <laughs> and it's basically recycling the same joke he already told. The punching of the heart. Yeah. And, and the transparent and whale carcass. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, like it was... It, it was... was 
my daughter has my oldest has started to do has started to pick up on things in in movies that I was not expecting where when the mom in this movie starts talking she's like huh is that the same is that the same mom from up onward and I was like no no it can't be it is it's Maya Rudolph like my I think Maya Rudolph Wait, is, is the, Maya Rudolph the mom in onward and in the the whatever the Sony she, one that we just watched oh she's definitely the I oh wait maybe Julia Dreyfus is in yeah, I was like, I, don't I didn't think she was she, onward. She is the mom in Mitchell's versus the machine. Mitchell's, Mitchell's yeah, versus yeah, machines. That's what she was talking we about. Just saw. Yeah, but yeah, she's okay. also the mom in this, and I was like, that's pretty good, kiddo. Like yeah. that's a, that's a good pickup. And I like Maya Rudolph is a great voice, is a great actor. And, yeah, or actress, I like her a lot. And, and she has a great voice for like. I mean, she was great in the Mitchell's versus machines too. Like I think the stereotypical mom in these animated films that you know is kind of the same mom. They yeah. use the exact same mom character, and like it's okay if she wants to voice them all. She really is perfect for She's that great. role. And then Timothy yeah. Chalamet, I think, is Luca in this, right? No, no, he's the other Jacob one. Jacob Tremblay. That's what I meant. Yes. No, Dylan Grazier, the guy from uh, Shazam, the friend Freddie, is oh oh the kid Alberto. from it. Yeah. Uh, Right, one of them is, was in it. Yeah, that was no, the, no, no. The 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 friend Freddie Freeman or yeah, whatever. That was that was the that was the the hypochondriac kid from it. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That. Okay. Yeah. I just don't remember. But yeah. So he's. So it's those two are the main characters. Um. I think the star of the movie is the girl that they meet, Julia. Yes. Uh, she's played by Emma Berman. That character, I thought she was really fun. Uh, she did a great performance with the voice. She was like, she was the most interesting, entertaining character in the movie. Like, those two main people were just such basic characters. Yep. Uh, I thought she had a lot going for her. She was standing up to the bully, Ercole. She was, um, you know, she was doing triathlons by herself. And she, she was just a really fun character. I She was my favorite, hands down. And I, I think I would have maybe enjoyed this more if she was the main character. Because she was like an interesting character. And I mean, yeah. Jacob Tremblay did a good job as meekish little boy like he plays in every movie that he's in. <laughs> was I mean, he, in, he, was was good. he in Dr. Sleep? Yeah, and he gets killed on screen. Yeah. Off. Yeah. That's right. He's but, the key. Yeah. But, yes. I, but, you know, he plays the same character, meek, meek little boy. Like even, in you know, in Good Boys, he's kind of like the good boy like he kind of has that he's right a really him. good one yeah yeah so i mean again the kid's really good at what he's been typecasted doing the, but that in, character in the room he didn't do anything he didn't man. do anything yeah. in the room <laughs> so weak. yeah so i you know i kind of wish he was in the room that would be an interesting mashup a I room the room up. mashup yeah the room yeah. is a very different movie yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh hi jacob <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um anyway but i think that the julia character is hilarious i really like her i would have taken a movie with her and her dad i i just think they're fantastic and i was really hoping it was something like the that Julia was also a sea creature, but she was just hidden. Like I was hoping there would be a twist more like a reverse twist of where yeah. someone that has been on land. Well, there was in a, like a throwaway, throwaway moment scene. at the yeah, end. Yeah, the two old ladies. The old ladies. But I was thinking for Julia, because she was such good friends with them and everything, I'm like, oh, <laughs> they really are sea creatures, but they've hit it so well or something like that. Um, but she's MVP of this movie. Um, you know, and the, I mean, the other stuff is, is fine. But again, like Tom said, it kind of felt like the, uh, Luca and Alberto stuff could have been like a fun short film. Like it was fine for a small contained thing, but yeah. I, you know, it just kind of lost my interest halfway through. What What else do they have in the pipeline? Like, is there? So we've got it's a uh, something about like a red panda. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. You seen the picture? They announced it. It's, it's it's I don't know what it is really, but it's like a red panda is the main character, and they've showed the character model, and that's all I know about it. And so, and does Disney Animation have anything? 
ready to go? Oh, they oh, I mean, they definitely all have stuff that's coming out. I can't think of what the next Disney animation is. I'm just thinking is, like there has been this overload because of the pandemic of Yeah. So we had we had Soul and then mm-hmm. we, do we have well, something else? Have, they have uh, a Toy Story spin-off movie called Lightyear coming out. Oh, oh that's, that's a, right. That's that right. will be that's I the think Chris that Evans one, one that, with Chris Evans yeah. as Buzz Lightyear. It's supposed to be like, isn't it supposed to be like kind of like the the TV show Buzz Lightyear Star Command, where it's it's the show oh. that the toy is based on. I got you. Uh, yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, it's just I feel like it's very meta. I feel like that with the because of the pandemic, uh, a lot of things that we were probably going to get spaced out didn't get spaced out. Yeah, you know. Um, so I'm just kind of curious as to like so with this, they they must have something geared up for oh, Thanksgiving the, uh, and Christmas. The Disney movie that's coming out is Encanto. What's that? It's directed by the same people that did Zootopia, Byron Howard and Jared Bush, okay. and uh, it is uh, Lin Manuel Miranda is doing all the music for that as well. So that should be pretty good. So that's and that's the end of the year. That's Disney, and and that is for November of this year. Yeah, it's, I was going to say they've always changed. got something like right around Thanksgiving yeah. or Christmas. So I just yeah. wonder if like because this is all, and I wonder if this had come out staggered instead, yeah. of, like we get Soul at yeah, at some Soul point. was supposed to come out earlier, yeah, and it got pushed, right? And and uh, um, and I think I think they did the right thing, not charging for that one too. And I and I don't think it's because of the quality of that movie. I think it's because they were trying to use it as a loss leader to get people to sign up. For Disney sure. Plus, and so they were a league of show shares. What's that? They were a league of show shares. You said lost leader. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, and so I, you know, like I, so I think they made the right call there. I don't think I think them not having the upcharge for this one was a comment on the quality of the film. I don't I think, think that's it was probably on Soul. True. And and also Soul Kevin, is excellent. I love yeah, Soul's that fantastic. Yeah. And Kevin also the the panda movie is called Turning Red. Turning okay. red. There and you it, go. And it says uh, the description says a thirteen-year-old girl turns into a giant red panda whenever she gets too excited. Uh, are red pandas now, see, giant? That, that to me aren't red something pandas about the small. Character design oh. seemed more like a Miyazaki movie. I thought the the character design looked Miyazaki-ish. Yeah, that's weird. red pandas are small. Well, like I mean, they're not. That's, well, that's why they specify giant. I guess that's true. But. Yeah, it's like, well, that's going to be really awkward when she's like 18. Super awkward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> make things really weird. Fur's going to get so all added. Should we breeze through the plot of this movie? Yeah, so it's yeah, pretty simple. Yeah, it's pretty simple. <laughs> Luca is uh, lives on, under the sea. Uh, that's the last time we can say that without having to pay under Disney. the sea. Nope. His name is Luca. He lives on the ocean floor. <laughs> yes, that's right. He lives downstairs from you. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Again, we don't want to pay anybody any money. And now, no, now it's a parody song. I'm oh, in, perfect. I'm in Weird Al <laughs> yeah. territory. They can't. They can't make me pay. Uh, oh, let me get my uh, harmonica and my yeah. uh, <laughs> xylophone. My uh, what? Per, what is the thing perm? that he plays with? No, with the the accordion, with the accordion, the accordion. Yes. my accordion. Uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, it's pretty. It, honestly, yeah, it's pretty simple. He, Luca, uh, herds his fish, and he sees like you know things from the surface world, and he wants to go up there. His parents are super anti because of the the land monsters, uh, he, and he ends up going up. Was it on accident, or he does it on purpose? And then he, as the deal with these. The mod with the fish people is once they dry off. Is that offensive? I don't think so. Fish people? I don't, I'm trying not sea to. Monsters. Sea monsters, which I feel like is more offensive. But they call themselves sea monsters. Do they? They embrace it. Yeah. They embrace it. Okay. All right. Sea so monsters. Maybe we it can't is. say that either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, as soon as they dry off, they 
go into human form. So we see, which I have questions about how that works too, because I swear there were times where Luca was out of the water, but his toe was still in the water, and he had a human form. And then as soon as he walked onto the beach, he turned in or sea monster and then he walked onto the beach and turned into a human form and there were other moments where he gets splashed and then you see his scales like i was a little confused yeah they don't really follow their own rules and they they dry off really real fast yeah at different yeah there's like there's times where you know he wouldn't be completely dry yet it takes two seconds to turn into i didn't enjoy that cat and then do they not sweat that's the other question i mean probably not (laughs) well but i don't know it's dangerous but also how do they breathe (laughs) so they have a set of lungs plus gills so that do I their mean, gills turn into lungs when they go on the? It doesn't make any whatever, sense, Kevin. It, whatever the rules are, it's definitely magical because they're transforming. Their tail disappears. There's no explanation for the tail isn't just turning into something; it's disappearing. So, I mean, you have to give it. It, it is just a fantastic magical story. I just mean I want them to follow their fantastic magical rules. Like I get if it. You, yeah, uh, yeah. But so it, he goes to the surface and he meets Alberto, and they kind of they spark this friendship, and they want to get. Uh, this Vespa, and they want to travel the world together. And the, as that I'm talking the about it, part, it is, like, though, it is, very... is that the main plot point is getting a Vespa. A Vespa, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and traveling the country together, um, they meet up with this with the girl Ju- Juliana, I think was her name. Uh, and they they form like this this thruple, I guess. <laughs> uh, and they, you know, they're they're gonna take out the 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 head bad guy who's like this snotty nose, snot nose Italian rich kid. Um, so they devise his name this plan. Is, her name is Ercole, which is Italian for Hercules. Is that right, Ercole? Mm-hmm. You might remember him from Familia Matters. Thank you. God damn it! That's a, <laughs> I was going the same way. Uh, uh, Stefano, Stefano Ercole. Yeah, yeah Stefano. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so they they t- I had know. a great conjuring joke, but we didn't get to do that one. Ah, we'll get there, maybe. I haven't seen it yet. Hopefully not. I've never seen any of those. That's movies. insane to me. You, you have to any of the, the first two are really good and I don't like those kind of movies. They're so the good. The third one is a total piece of crap. Oh, That's what no. I've heard. There's What's just so Juan? many to catch up on now that when we two. were talking about well, maybe we'll do two. That. You only Ignore have to do two. anything that doesn't have the conjuring okay. in the title. Yeah, like just all do of those one and two. And and the and it's not they try to say it's a shared universe, but it's I mean, barely, barely, <laughs> barely. Like, it's not like you won't know what's it's not like you need to see Annabelle and the nun and all this other right. stupid junk to understand what's going on in the Conjury movies, because Conjury movies are basically anthologies. Pretty much. I mean, you don't even need to see one to understand two, in my opinion. Oh, uh, that's probably okay. true. Yeah. Just, I, I mean, you know, to know who the I think the only one I've seen is the nun that we covered, and I'm like, yeah. that was actually you did easy. Annabelle. We did Annabelle Creation. We did the Annabelle? I don't movies. think I don't think I was oh, on the show. Like, Annabelle Creation's good. If you like oh. the nun, then you'll really like the first two Conjuring movies because okay. they're way the nun was way okay, better. but they're way better. Yeah. Than the nun. Okay. The okay. third one is not a James Wan directorial, mm-hmm. and the third Move. one's bad. Damn. Patrick Wilson can't save it. That's what I hear. Unfortunately, now I mean, they just they just turn it into a, like a monster movie. Yeah, like, it's like that's what they did with the with that Annabelle comes home. But like, but those are ancillary movies, right? Like the Conjuring movies, I kind of like the fact that they're that they're they're smaller and they're somewhat grounded in reality. Yeah, and, like, a little this bit. This is just like they're getting chased by a monster, basically. Damn it! And I'm just like, eh, I don't well, maybe like this it. is the last one. Probably and then, not. I say that. No, no I'm sure I made plenty of money. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was it was a HBO movie. It did both. Oh, it did. Yeah. Okay. So I, Julia, yeah. So they, they basically the they they make this team, uh, and then Julia and Luca start to develop uh, a friendship and a very close friendship. And uh, Alberto is not a fan of that, 
Um, but he, but at the same time, Alberto starts to develop a, a, rela- a father-son relationship with Juliana's dad, where he's, you know, that we find out that Alberto doesn't have a father, like his father kind of dipped out on him. When- I'm thinking his father was killed by fishermen. Oh, but didn't he, like, isn't there a line where Alberto says, my dad said I was old enough to be on my yeah. own? I mean, they certainly yeah. set it up like the dad deliberately left. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I mean maybe, I, Kevin, I, I, don't, I don't know. He could have, but my my thinking is that he left and like never came back because he was dead. But again, they never really took enough time to explore things. Like yeah, that. right, I right. Thought that, I thought we'd see that, but I kind of took it as like he probably didn't abandon him. He probably was killed by these human monsters because they set up this whole thing of these humans. Urkele is obsessed with killing sea monsters, and so I'm kind of thinking like, oh, probably Urkele or someone his dad killed. Uh, well, that Albert was always that, that was the running thing that I thought they were going to do with Juliana's dad. Is that the reason he lost his arm was from a sea monster? Was a, right. But I, he I was, they, that, did they say that he was born that way? He did. He okay. said he's, oh. he made a joke about it was a sea monster or something. And he was like, "No, I've I've always been like this." Okay. Oh, okay. So gotcha. I mean, you know, they the team starts. But that would have given you more stakes of why right. the dad. I mean, it would have been a total like. Uh, I mean, Beauty and the Beast. Even if you want to talk about being kind of. Uh, you know, feeling reductive or whatever. I mean, Beauty and the Beast is a gay metaphor. I mean, Howard Ashman, if you watch that great Howard Ashman documentary on Disney Plus, um, you know, he did the music with Alan Menken and they, they were an amazing team that, you know, a little shop of horrors, all that. But, you know, he was gay and he had to hide that and hide that he had AIDS for a really long time. So wait, what's the metaphor? And like in the movie? The, going to kill the beast, going to kill gay people that oh. have that are you know and, and people with aids and, and that like he wrote that as that's how he i mean it, it's that song is so it's so sad to think about when you know that's why he wrote that and it was all about his struggles of being gay and not being accepted so you know he wrote a lot of that stuff in there so like it's kind of like we've done this kind of stuff with other disney movies and especially sure. the same people that did little mermaid and beauty and the beast um had to have anyway, that discussion with my kid the other day which was super awkward about what aids is yeah because she asked oh. what happened to freddie mercury wow. and i was like well we've got about 20 minutes in this car ride so <laughs> i'm gonna try to do the best i can good luck but I think if they would have gone that route, right, like if the dad was totally, I mean, it, it just happens so fast where you don't really get that struggle. But if it was like, oh, I'm against them because they took my arm and now I'm going to try to get right. them. And, and you know, I mean, and then he develops his relationship with this kid. As a, and, 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 and I, and I say like, relationship, but I mean, I, let's just be clear. Yeah. It's like a father son relationship. Right. An appropriate, an appropriate relationship. relationship yeah. Um, yeah. And so, given the fact that this the Luca and Juliana are getting so close, um, and Antonia, no, what's the kid's name? The other kid's Alberto? name, Alberto. Alberto tries to not sabotage the thing, but tries to like be the cool guy, and he he kind of uh, jumps on this bike that Luca was trying to get through this one spot, and they end up going into the water, and. Uh, Juliana comes running down and makes sure they're okay and she sees that Alberto has reverted you know he gets he gets thrown into the ocean and sees them in his in his true form and she freaks out and then rather than Luca stand up for his friend he turns on him kind of like Peter does you know like uh, so he says you know sea monster and of course that Alberto is heartbroken because he doesn't back him up he doesn't stand up and say that I'm the same as you right uh, and then Luca realizes that he's messed up. He tries to apologize to Alberto, and we kind of get a, an insight into Alberto's world at this point. But again, 
an hour and a half movie, we get like hashtags uh, or hash marks on uh, a wall that gives an idea of like how long Alberto has been alone, I guess, on this little mm-hmm. island. Right. Uh, and then Lucas says, I'm just going to do it by myself. Like, I'm going to I'm going to win this Vespa for us and we're going to go. The, yeah, the conflict is resolved really quickly. Yes, but yeah. also shows like, up and Alberto's mad, and Luca's like, I'm "I got you, this. bro." Bye. Right. Alberto's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> right. And that's it. Everything's all everything's better. fine. <laughs> we there's also this kind of this this subplot of Luca wanting to go to, I say human school, but it's just he wants to go to school with Juliana and right. learn because like he's learning about the universe and about outside the world. Well, he's a fish. He wants to be in a school. It's natural. I, how does that joke also not get made? Is the fact that he wants to go to school and everybody's like, you're already in one. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, so the the race happens. And of course, you've got the uh, Hercules. I'm just whatever is the kid's name is. Uh, Hercule. I know you struggle with Italian. It's very hard. Yeah. yeah. Considering my. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a he's Sicilian. Sicilian. It's different. It's time. different. Yeah. yeah. What language do they speak in Sicilian? Sicilian. Sicilian. No. Sicilian? No. Is that a language? <laughs> no, no, it's, no, it's Italian. Okay. Uh, but like so, I I enjoyed this scene where like the kid douses his buddy in olive oil and like throws because so he can swim faster yeah. in the water. That was crazy. Ryan turned to me and he goes, "Does that work?" I'm like, "No, no. What is that? <laughs> of course not." No. <laughs> but then he's getting chewed up by like little minnows in this at the same process yeah. at the same time. I uh, did like that in this race. Like it's like, well, how is Luca going to do this by himself? The whole point of the whole plot line in this movie is he turns into a sea monster when he touches water. Yeah. And so he's going to do the biking part and the girl is going to swim because obviously Alberto can't either. And Alberto is going to eat all the pasta. So that's the three parts of this kid's triathlon. And I really like how like at the beginning of the movie, Alberto is diving down into the water to get all his human possessions that he's was trying to steal from the humans at the beginning. Right. And the way, and Luca thinks it's a human coming to kill him, but really it's just Alberto in this uh, diving suit. And I thought that was a cool throwback how Luca decides, Oh, well I'll go get that suit. And it's one of those with like the, it's like the old circular, timey, like, uh, like Jacques Cousteau suit. covered. Yeah. Grates like the, the, what's the what was the movie with Cuba Gooding Jr. And Robert De Niro. Is it men of honor? Men of honor. Men of honor? Yeah. Like it's that style suit. Cause that's what he wears. It's like old school. Like the very first way people would go underwater. Sea, yeah. Would, like sea, 1800. Deep sea, yeah. Deep sea diving. It's like Jules right. Verne <laughs> yeah. scuba diving. Yes, exactly. 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 So that was cool that he used that. That was a nice, you know, little, little uh, th- uh, callback that allowed him to do that without being caught. But then again, like the suit takes on water, the, the face part cracks right. and then he turns and then he takes off the helmet and somehow like in a couple no, seconds, the helmet gets knocked off and it, he sucks his head into the suit. And I'm like, nobody would freak out. that There's no head in this suit. That's just walking around. But no, also okay, the drying right. off. He's in a suit of water. Right. Remember it, it all is like, sometimes he completely transforms. Sometimes it's spot sensitive. So I'm like in the time okay, it that- takes for him to crawl under a table. And yeah. then pop back up. He's dry and looking like. And, a kid. and yeah. sometimes, sometimes like the sea monsters have it's, clothes on. Yeah, and sometimes, yes. sometimes it's don't have... just the spot that got wet. It's yeah. Uh, right. There's, it, yeah. It, it, there's I mean, that one again, scene I'm... where I, it, it where he uh, after after the scene with uh, Alberto when he's fully you know revealed. I think Luca gets his hands wet and like yeah. puts them out to stop Juliana from doing something. And I did kind of like her reaction where she has this visceral reaction to seeing alberto full full sea monster and then when she sees luca's hands she's just kind of like come on like you too like you kidding me so there's it was just an interesting like how quickly she doesn't freak out because she's a good person and these two are her only friends and you know that that's the other thing i mean and you see this all the time i mean whether it's shape of water or whatever else we not talk about that movie (laughs) 
Well, it's yes. hard not to when you think of human fish people relations. But um, <laughs> the the thing is that these the humans treat her like crap, and these sea monsters are her only friend. So when which she kind of plays into the very end, yeah. It doesn't change anything between like, well, these are still good people. Right. And that's what, of course, the dad comes around to and sees that there have been such good friends to his daughter and all that stuff. Right. So the the last part of the race is Luca has to ride the bike, and now it's starting to rain, uh, and he, Luca like dives underneath an awning and then he doesn't know what to do and realizes he's going to go on his own. And then here comes Alberto with a giant umbrella uh, to help him. I don't know how that's going to help in the long run. Cause that means he's got to carry the umbrella while he's riding down this massive hill, but he ends up getting knocked over. And we, the reveal is that uh, Luca after what he had done the first time realizes he can't hide anymore. Uh, and, well, Hercule is about to kill Alberto. Is that with what a it is? Spear. Yeah. Okay. And so okay. Luca saves him. He goes into the water, reveals himself, and grabs him. And then they just Take narrowly off. pass the finish line and crash out there. And then, and then the townspeople again. Like I, it's just too short and cutesy. Like the whole town hates sea monsters, and wants to kill them, and they win this triathlon. And the town's like, "Yay, the winner of our triathlon!" Like, well, no, just, I mean it, they do start. To, I mean. It, Sort of. They they surround them, and you think it's going to go bad, but then the dad steps up and says, you know... Okay, but... I agree I with you, it, Kevin. But what it I'm does, saying, it does, happens though, very it, fast. It, yes, the dad... What I think is that the mob of people in real life, knowing humanity, uh, the dad <laughs> yeah. then gets pummeled and killed, and they still kill the Sure, yeah, right, it's just, right. There wasn't enough to... I just wanted them to do something to where the other people came around in a more organic way, not just, yes, there's this big fisherman with one arm that says, oh, they're they're awesome. And yeah, I get it. He's tough. But there's still a whole city, a village of people. Right. And I just wish that something else could have happened where maybe more people chimed in or, oh, they did this for me. They realized the little kids did this. They helped them with this. They should have planted little seeds to where people all came around and said, yeah, they are good because look how great they all are. Right. And, you know. Uh, and yeah. Just, and so they, they win. And uh, they get their Vespa and everything's fine. And then uh, Juliana has the kind of reveal that she says, I'm, I'm going to school. And Luca is kind of heartbroken because he wants to go to school. And there's a moment where uh, the other kid kind of like winks. <laughs> at, yeah, yeah kind of like <laughs> winks at the camera and like, you know, puts his hand on the Vespa or whatever. And then we find out that uh, as Juliana is getting ready to go, uh, we find this. This is the scene that I think is the most like love story esque scene of this yeah. entire thing, uh, where uh, the other kid sells the Vespa so that Luca can go to school, and he's okay, and the parents are okay with it, and everybody's okay with it, and Luca is on the train riding away. And the the other friend is like running after him, like reaching out for him. And then Luca starts to cry. And I was like, man, this yeah. is a this is a tonal shift from this entire like you see it, like you said, in the very beginning, like that first date right in the very beginning to this at the very end. I was like, this is very interesting. Like it's it's uh, and then Luca kind of rides off to school. I and I, what I thought was interesting is there's no dead parents that we know of. Right. Like we we theorize that, that the other kid's dad is dead, but we don't really know that. Yeah, I Where, feel it plays more like the dad abandoned. That's him what I than, thought as well. Died, but in the post credits, you get like these beautifully rendered drawings of which Luca. is another Miyazaki thing. Yes, very much so. Um, Luca and Juliana in Geneva is that where they went? Uh, wherever they I went to, remember. wherever they went to school. Yeah. But we see her mom, so it's just very mm-hmm. interesting that like 
this is kind of a I, I'm assuming we're divorced parents at this point. Yeah, that's that's the cool. Th- I I thought that was cool too though. Well, they because did kill the mom, more, but she's there in this other part. I, of town. I like that. One thing the animation and kids movies has been doing very well lately in the last few years is it's been showing divorced families. You yeah, know, whether it, blended families, sex, all of the above. same sex blended families like kids are able now to see their family on screen and it's really nice there's that representation for kids because you know you just always have in these movies there have this fairy tale king and queen or you have the the dead parent or whatever and it's like it's nice that they're starting to incorporate a realistic relationship and it's like yeah just because there's a dad doesn't mean the mom has to be dead right right or vice versa right yeah she lives in a different city and so I did think that was a nice touch and they were living there with the mom and but you're right and they're like writing letters back and forth what I think that's nice about this movie is that that if you want to read it as a kind of a, a blossoming romance between Luca and Alberto, it's there. But I also think that you know at this age and they're just kids, they can just be friends. Uh-huh. I yeah. think that I think it's really nice. They don't. I do like that you can interpret it and it's there if you want it. Um, I just think it makes the stakes lower for the film, if that makes sense. Like I don't. Dislike no, I think that makes total sense. That it works on both levels, yeah. but if it were a better movie, I think it'd be fine on on those levels but without that it kind of just seems wishy-washy and and you just don't have as much invested in the characters or the relationship i think it'll be interesting when uh marvel finally does the x-men and how they handle that as well because the x-men have always been uh an allegory for civil rights civil rights or outsiders or you know thing you know um people who aren't quote-unquote normal well, wait a minute. Stan Lee just just took it from that one book. Sure. Yes. That's. I mean that and that guy. Man, that's that such a great. Joke from that is such a great callback to a Stan Lee. I think I recorded. I'll have to find that video. It's there somewhere. Call. Do you hear that? Some story? guy said mm. since Stan Lee basically stole the X Men from some book that no one's ever heard of, and then later on in the panel, someone asked a question about how he thought up some idea from from X Men, and he's like, "I read that book. I that read that book. That guy talked. Was, like called back was, to it. This was what twenty fourteen. Yeah. The first yeah, Comic Con, I mean, he was still was. like eighty-five years old or yeah. something. <laughs> sharp as a tack, so sharp. Yeah, but yeah, and I, so I, I'd be interested to see. Like we talk about how they hand, you know, how how it's not done out in the open with movies like this. It'll be interesting to see what they do, especially with the yeah. Marvel stuff. Yeah, and how I feel like that's bigger than the Disney animation at this point. Like the, the yeah. Marvel movies, oh, sure, that's the biggest thing. There is I think level. it also it it has. I feel like it has more wiggle room to to do something sure. like that because one it's not a kids movie True. right people get hung up on the idea of like but this is for kids and it's like although if 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 this had been about Luca having a crush on Julia and they kissed at the end nobody would say a word, say a word. nobody would oh, say but this yeah. is a kids movie right, but, absolutely. but but it but the and with it being live action and it also doesn't have the heritage and and baggage of of Disney animation going sure. back close to a hundred years at this point. Like, I also yeah. think it's interesting. Like, there are X Men characters who are openly gay. Mm-hmm. So you I mean Iceman? They've just Bobby Drake is is openly gay, and North Star and all these different characters that they could they don't have to fiddle with it, right? You, right. Don't, have, you don't have to hear like, oh, they're you're pushing the you're agenda. retconning this. It's like no, it's it's, it's already, already here in the book. So right, so yeah. You, deal with it so i just it'll be interesting to see what they do whenever we get there yeah. which i don't think is going to be for a while but yeah this one was fine i mean i think there are there are definitely positives to it i mean there were things like you know just 
the countryside and everything. It was good looking, interesting style of animation. It was fun for a watch. Yeah, but it, I'll never not watch memorable. It yeah, I can't imagine that, ever watching this movie. Nope, yeah. <laughs> like it was just so won't, won't happen. Won't, yeah, like unless the kids like, can I watch that? It's like yeah, go no, whatever. It's fine. free on Disney yeah, Plus. I don't give a crap. Have at it. Man. She's been watching Raya like crazy. Really? Raya's yeah. great. And she that's watches the thing. it. So if you're all the time. If you're going to come up with these animated movies, you love to see something we've never seen before. And Raya is so original, and it taps into a different culture. I mean, I know that this one was in Italy, but again, we don't spend time really with the culture or with you know any kind of mythology or anything. So, like Raya does a really great job. Like if you want to talk about a good Disney movie, yeah, uh, it's pretty. Fa- it looks year, it looks excellent. fantastic too. It is, yeah. Awesome. Well, I guess that brings this one to a close. We can uh, go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. Also, I want to wish you two gentlemen a happy Father's Day. Oh, yeah. It's Father's Day. It is Thank Father's you. Day. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. Yeah. Also, finally, uh, I did a guest spot on the Binge Movies podcast. Uh, that Never heard of it. Did you record it? I did record it. Oh, I, I made sure that I recorded it. I did not. change of pace. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, I told Jason that that joke would come up when I said yep. what was going to happen. Uh, but yeah, it should be released on Tuesday. We did a breakdown of the first season of Justice League, the, okay. the animated movie, the animated cartoon, the show, not right. the anything else, just the good stuff. So okay. that should be out on Tuesday. Awesome. And this is Kevin. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett and catch the part two of the season finale of Forza Crowd, where I return as a guest star as Jason. Oh, and this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. I don't know. Now I feel like I should plug something. You can hear, clip out. I don't know. You can hear me talk about a bike I don't ride if you listen to the clip out. There you go. <laughs> we were in the Hollywood Reporter. No way. Yeah, we were in the Hollywood Reporter last week. That's awesome. What you do now? What's that? What you do now? <laughs> no, they wrote a big article about Peloton, and there was a uh, a full paragraph in there about how uh, Peloton has people who who try to track down the leaks oh. about stories that appear on the clip out. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, look at that. Look at there. I was just like, I was <laughs> telling, telling, I was joking around the clip out. I was like, I was like, uh, I'm like, yeah, I, w- I think the, I think the guys on the movie podcast I'm on <laughs> were probably weren't too excited that the, the podcast that gets mentioned in the movie trade <laughs> publication was not the movie podcast. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's totally fair. I wouldn't have thought that the that the Peloton podcast would be my path to getting mentioned I mean, in the you Hollywood know, Reporter. There's one of those. Yeah. There's a few movie Absolutely. podcasts. Yeah, totally. So well no, there's not one anymore. There's oh, a, there's a bunch of people out there they trying don't to count. do what we do, but uh they're Yeah, they're, there's one. There's one, but there's only one that matters. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, there we go. So, uh, also don't forget, you can find uh, the show online, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, wherever you're getting your podcast from, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. So, that's it for this one. I guess next time we're tackling Fast and Furious 9. Oh my God, the week that I'm gone. Oh, you this lucky is the bastard. First, this is the first one I'm missing. You lucky bastard. Oh, damn it. Yeah. F9, the Fast Saga yeah. is the official title. So. Thank you. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I think the fast <laughs> movies is where I started my 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 journey of of just getting the titles wrong. Because <laughs> I don't care. It's like, well, it's, well, it's the, just funny how they change the, the con- they can change the convention every single movie. Yeah, it has, <laughs> yeah, it's ass nuts. So. so anyway, that's uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, Oliver gets engaged. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.